And we're back, back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I'm Renee Coleman uh, here at the, the 100th episode, 100th podcast episode podcast party. Get it together, yeah, Renee. I know, I know. It's, it's a lot of words for me, Matt. You're Manny. the host of this show, aren't you? Well, I'm, I'm one of them. You're, you're, I'm, I'm your co-host. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I would say, you know, I wanted to uh, mention to the, the troubled nation that we do have the... Uh, the the link that you can support the podcast the paypal.me slash troubled men podcast and we actually i want to give a shout out to uh bill pachette who who gave us a very uh generous um contribution to support the podcast so nation if you're enjoying these these podcasts which we're going to continue to crank out during this these dark times and beyond uh you know you can find the link to that in 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 on the facebook page or or in the the links to the show notes and uh, you know, buy Manny a cocktail and support the podcast. Well, Bill Pichette is uh, a great guy. I, I see his Twitter feed, and he's he's uh, he's a smart man who knows what he's talking about. And uh, I always like everything he does on Twitter. Yeah, he is he is a good guy. He's a, he's a fan of the show, fan of the iguanas, and uh, supporter right. of music in general. He, he's he he says uh, he, that he's found a lot of new artists that he's become fans of just because of you know hearing them on the podcast. And then you know I always if for a musical guest I always put a song of theirs, a track of theirs at the end, and he'll he'll hear it and go, oh wow, that guy's really good. Like like Luke Spur Allen, for instance. You know, at the end of his episode, we played. Uh, uh, too old to die young. That track of of Happy Talk Band, which is a terrific track, and and I think uh, that Bill might have become a a, a a fan of 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 the Happy Talk Band from that that episode. So yes, he's he's, he's well, a great it's, guy. It's, yeah, it's crazy stuff. It's all about sharing. People share things, and then all of a sudden you have people who like you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so so next up we have uh, DC Harbold. So um. Uh, oh yeah, from, I love DC. Yeah, yeah, great guy, and he, he was a great guest. Uh, guest, he was episode number forty-two. So here, let me uh, dial him up, and we'll be right back with him on the line. Hey, hello, DC. troubled men. Hey, troubled men, troubled nation, troubled world. Yes, yes. <laughs> Who knew we were way ahead of the curve, DC? You know, when when Manny was. You know, you guys have always been prescient. You know, musically, creatively, comedically, and uh, who you know, you know, leave it up to you guys to predict all this, right? <laughs> well, we knew yeah. something bad was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we've been pre-disastered. Right, right, right. <laughs> it, was, it was bound to happen. Yeah, I've well, had. I, I, uh, I've I've never liked anything around the corner. You know, anything that's around the corner, I don't want to see it. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's either it's either in the past or in the far off future after we're dead that we're concerned about. Right, right. Exactly. I've, I've always had uh, what I call referred to as an apocalyptic hunch. You know, it's it's not it's sure. not it's nothing nothing really concrete. I just know. I just got a feeling about it. Oh boy, is that a band name or an album name? Apocalyptic hunch. <laughs> 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 That's got to be some like fusion. Okay, uh, like yeah. funk hip hop metal band from like I think I think it's 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 the album title from your follow up to Live from Budokan. Okay. There you go. That, that's what it'll be. Apocalyptic hunch. Knew it was happening. No crowd noises. Right, right. No. So so DC, <laughs> you, you you are are the, the, the proprietor of more fun comics, which I guess I is, am. is 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 that considered an essential business or uh, if you... uh, believe it or not, yeah, I think we're right on the cusp. Because we qualify as a bookstore. Oh. Libraries are closed, 
schools are closed, lots of homeschooling going on. We we do fall under the essential services. Wow. Nice. And I can't actually say that I'm open, open. Mm-hmm. I've been doing some deliveries. Uh, I've been doing some curbside service. I've been in here. There's no shortage of things for me to do in here as far as filing and organizing and cleaning and you know, restocking and whatnot. I mean, a comic store always has some sort of project you got to have going on. And it's a lot easier to do without them pesky customers, let me tell you. Yeah, they're not asking you stupid questions and, 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 and making stupid comments. I, I sometimes see you posting things about, uh, you know, interactions with, with customers that are less oh, than satisfying. I've got, whole, I've got a whole new list of, like, not even comic book people, but just day drunk people that apparently can't look around that have been trying to come in here. <laughs> and I had a, I had an old Kooten here today. You know, was saying, hey, I said, hey, can I help you find anything? He was at the door. And I kind of, you know, I got a thing set up at the door because I don't really allow browsing. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, I just talk to you for about five minutes. And I said, yeah, no, not today, my friend. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what is happening right now. I, he's like, well, okay, I'll tell you what. I can shorten it to two minutes if you'll give me that. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, he's, got a, he's got an elevator pitch, too. It's like, well, okay, you don't have yeah. the full five. Let me, let, me just, let me just give you a synopsis. Let me ask you a question. So if you're considered an essential business, does that mean that you're not going to get a free check from the government? You know... Nothing is ever free, Manny. You know. Well, no, no, I understand yep. that, because anyone who's going to get this this money, you're going to have to pay it back eventually. Well, the they're saying that. I mean, look, we've got so things are coming in so fast. It's hour by hour. Right. We're hearing anything this passed. This is being proposed. This is local. This is provincial. This is federal. This is state. This is what have you. And I don't. Nobody really knows what's going on. Everything stopped all at once, but it's not going to restart all at once. That's really just what I'm looking at. And when it does restart, when we are able to get on the other side of this, and it'll be a brave new world, it won't be the world we knew. Right. Uh, when it does, I just want to be ready to pounce. I want to be ready to be. That's really what. And in the meantime, I'm just drinking lots of whiskey and listening to lots of Kate Bush. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, now, DC, um, you know, you play in the band, you play in a lot of bands. You have your band, uh, Clockwork Elvis, and uh, and and uh, you, you did a lot during Mardi Gras, right? The rolling, Oh, sure. Yeah, you played during that. Uh, I, I, I sang in front of a couple of million people in the Mardi Gras parades with the Rolling Elvis this year, that's for sure. Right, and but somehow you didn't, if you were exposed, your, your immune system was able to battle it off. I've I've been blessed with a reasonably strong immune system, but I'm taking all the precautions. I mean, we here's the thing: when Mardi Gras comes along, it's sort of like when a cruise ship pulls into the port. Mm-hmm. Everybody in town gets a cough. Everybody in town gets a fever. Everybody in town gets sick. We're in seasonal allergy season. Yeah, you know, I sang for four hours straight in three parades. Had a bunch of gigs. I had a sore throat. I but you know, you, you just kind of can't tell whether or not are these the symptoms of this. COVID-19 passing through me, or is this just regular Mardi Gras malaise? Right, right. You know, uh, it, uh, up, uptick in alcohol consumption, lack of sleep, stress, you know, all the other things. Yeah, you're going to have a certain tell. tightness in your chest and, a, and an occasional cough, and, uh, you know, yeah, that goes with the territory. Well, DC, but DC, DC, I saw you on Mardi Gras day for an hour, and you swore by this tea that you discovered, a tea. Oh, yeah, and, there's this wonderful... Um, 
this wonderful, like, sort of cayenne honey tea that I can't remember the name of. There's a picture of it on my phone. Uh, but I swear this stuff was like a magic elixir, elixir on my throat. I, I, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta remember you sing in a parade, you're singing the same six songs over and over again for four hours straight, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, going about 10 miles an hour and huffing gas fumes and exhaust from the truck that's pulling your float, dodging bees and trying to stand up straight. Uh, that, that's a workout on, and even Elvis, his concerts only lasted 30, 40 minutes. You know, right. for four hours. For right, hours. right, right, right. So you just couldn't tell. I, I imagine that if there was, um, so if I did manage to contract it from bees being thrown or whatever, the crowds at Mardi Gras and whatnot, that I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and and it passed through me and I developed an immunity and and hopefully everybody else can too. Um, this is this is this will this will be a paradigm changing event in human history, regardless of what happens. Yeah, no kidding, man. I, I think you're right. Yeah, we uh, several of our guests. Uh, we had Susan Cowsill on earlier uh, today, and she was recounting a time when we were rehearsing, and she had Purell for everybody because she was coughing and sneezing, yeah. and 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 she and so was uh, was her husband Russ Broussard, and maybe actually sure. he was he was worse off and. Uh, and she thinks that, in, in retrospect, that, that that's what he had, because the symptoms all lined up, you know? If it, yeah, you tick all the boxes, you know. And I've talked to some people that talk about having all these symptoms back in October, before any confirmed cases were hmm. around. Hmm. Uh, people that I know that never get sick. Uh, my dear friend Steve Thomas, you know, he was saying that he, w- he went on a cruise back in September, and uh, then it was like, uh, uh, you know, and, and he was surrounded by a bunch of people from all over the world, and then he never gets sick, and then he had, like, check, 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 hmm. all the symptoms for the month of October. So maybe he's patient zero. Maybe I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> okay it's, 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 it's not the Wuhan it's virus. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's your friends. Yeah, yeah. So you, just, you know, you just don't know. I mean, and, and honestly, right now, as far as the bands go, it's been great checking out everybody's live streams, and when they get on, I've, I've done it too, when I've gotten a little, like, Spirit inside me, and I throw on the Facebook Live or whatever, and I sing some Elvis songs or what have you, and seeing like a, a fellow troubled man, Luke Allen, get up there, and Alex McMurray, and all of our friends, right? Uh, just just playing music because you know, Lord knows, uh, we're about as antisocial and uh, weird as possible, and without that reason to go out in public. We will destroy ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> if left to our own devices. Exactly. Now, I got to say, Yegor uh, 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 from, from Debosh was on earlier this evening, and he said he's, sure. he's had enough of the online uh, uh, guys well, with guitars. Know, he said he's, he's, he's about topped out on strange, it. <laughs> there's a strange balance. It's like, you know, there's, it's one thing if you're sitting there and you're playing and you're doing this idea of, I'm an artist, and the people need entertainment. They need this. And here I am in my million-dollar mansion, and I'm going to over-sing and over-emote and over-beat whatever. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. But Steve Martin playing banjo in the woods and not just looking at the camera, that's what I needed. Okay. I don't know exactly. I saw that. I saw that. So there's a balance between, like, and we're, we're pretty internet-savvy society these days, we can spot insincerity pretty quickly. Right. And, I, okay, my favorites, my favorites 
Uh, you're familiar with Richard Thompson, I'm assuming. Sure. I'm assuming. Sure. Okay. He's been doing these wonderful 20, 30 minute like acoustic concerts. And if you've ever been lucky enough to see Richard Thompson play guitar live, and you know you just want to go home and turn your guitar into a coffee table after yeah, you see yeah, play, right, like, right. okay, <laughs> all right, brother. But he's been doing these wonderful like 20, 30 minute shows playing acoustic guitar just so effortlessly, effortlessly. And so, there, so there really are some good ones. Yes, they can get annoying. But there really have been some great ones where it just seems like, well, hey, I got nothing else to do. Do you want to watch me do this? Cool. If you don't, piss off. Sure. Yeah. Of course, you can always <laughs> right? uh, change the channel or yeah, yeah, switch switch exactly. to another feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I got to say, um, so, so uh, one of the bands you play in is Bipolaroid. You know, we had uh, Ben Glover, a singer from from Bipolaroid, yeah. on as a as a as a guest after your appearance, um, and then. Uh, uh, Maybe a, a month or so ago, I, I played a gig in, in at with the Geraniums, and, and Bipolaroid played after us, and I hung around. You guys sounded fantastic, man. The band sounds oh, so, so good. It was so rocking, man. And the Geraniums were like, We got a good lineup these days. We got Dan Cooper on guitar. Right. Uh, Nick on drums. I mean, it's like we all get along, and it's just great people with great ideas, and we all come. I mean, I'm so, so happy with the Bipolaroid lineup right now. It's It's by far, and I've been in the band since 2004. It's the best lineup we've ever had. It's just, it's good people and whatnot. And, th- and that's really nice of you to say. And thank you. Yeah, and you're singing uh, a lot. I love Dan. I, I, I think Dan Cooper is a great guy. Love Dan. Cooper. Dan is a sweetheart. Oh, yeah, Dan, yeah. Dan, Dan is Dan is uh, he's he's about as he's about as good as they come. Let me just say. I'll just talk yeah. about. We can talk about Dan all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's too many people that don't like Dan. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's and here's the other thing. There's nobody that I know that actually fits the term troubled man more than Dan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I, I think uh, he he would yeah, admit like, that. He'd be the first to admit that. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he he he'd be a good guest. No, he's he's got a nice voice, a nice lilting, uh, you know, velvety kind of uh, delivery. You know, it's like kind of. Would... Oh sure. Well, I, I'm I'm working on my Dan Cooper impersonation. I know that when people see me in Clockwork Elvis. And they're like, oh, okay, that sounds, you know, good, you know. And then they come see me singing something else. And they're like, wow, that didn't sound like Elvis. I know because it's an affectation. The voice is an instrument. Mm-hmm. And like you can choose a guitar or an effects pedal or whatever. You can choose a vocal sound. But I've been working on, I don't have my Dan Cooper impersonation down, but I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> nice. I've got Tom Stern. I've got a couple of my other friends. Uh, Manny, I can do you. But it's really more it's a visual thing. I can't do it over the phone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, I've got to hear this. I've got to hear this someday. <laughs> You've got to hear my visual impersonation of you. Next yeah. Time, next time. Yeah. I've got to see it. I've got to see it and feel it. <laughs> I've got to see it and feel it. Let me ask you something, DC. Your your wonderful wife. She's uh, in the restaurant business. Certainly. I'm sure she. Yeah. Well. Yeah. She's. But is she making her tamales? Oh, absolutely she is. I mean, obviously, when you say restaurant business, that's sort of a misnomer these days. I mean, it's having to redefine itself right. uh, in, in, in ways that none of us could expect. Um, but, you know, here, here's the thing that I learned from watching her and what we've now dealt with is that there's this word work that we, and I'm going to get a little philosophical here, but we in the West, have this idea that the word work means something that generates capital. 
But you know what? There's still work to be done, even if you're not getting a paycheck for it or if you're not on a payroll or paying into taxes. Right. Um, and like the Trouble Men podcast, you right, mean. Yeah, yeah. She snapped right to that. Nice. And just said, look, if anybody's hungry, I can make tamales. I've got the ingredients. I've got all this stuff. You know, and I can do these things. And, and, it, and it is work, but it's not... You know, a thing where you're on a payroll and, you know, your uh, insurance is coming out or what have you. And and that's the thing that, that I think I, I'm really noticing about this is, like, I'm here at the shop and we're generating no revenue. There's no traffic on the street. It's a ghost town right. up here on yeah. Elm Street. Yeah. Um, and I'm hustling. I'm doing a little mail order stuff. I'm doing my thing. But there is still work to be done, even though money isn't being generated. And that's that's the Really, it's a lesson that I didn't think I needed to relearn, but apparently I did because it's becoming more and more apparent and more and more like fulfilling to actually just do work without thinking that like, oh, well, just got to pay those, meet those bills, you know, because if a rising tide raises all ships and a sinking tide you know, landlocks them all. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beaches them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, but, and, and, but again, uh, you know, as, as you're saying that that work, uh, is its own reward and, and, and it's, it has rewards, uh, you know, beyond the monetary and, and. Well, sure. And, and not even a matter of like, you know, work reward situation. It's just, it's what you do, right. you know, regardless like the, re- the reward may happen or it may not. Right. But if it's just something you do, it's sort of like being in a band. It's sort of like being an artist. It's like, if you can quit playing music, quit right right i dare you please do <laughs> yeah, yeah if you can't not do it then maybe you have something to, to con- valid to contribute but if you can stop please stop and make room for the those that can't right well you know but that's the thing it's like work uh, is its own thing do do that thing that it and then it won't be work yes well you know sometimes people i'm sure this has happened to you like uh uh, fans will come up and say, "Hey, I have this a uh, 16-year-old son who's or daughter who's really into playing music, and they 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 want to, you know, w- do you have any advice for him?" I said, um, "Yeah, tell them not to." And they yeah, go, they, 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 "They go what?" That was one of there was. Remember that singer Robert Palmer? Sure. Yeah, uh, that was one of his last interviews before he died. I remember. I can't remember what magazine I read it in. But that's where that I got that idea from is when they asked if you have any advice for young artists and he just said stop. Yeah. yeah well, and, don't. And and then don't then, and it and oh. if you can't if you can't stop, then okay. But if you can, please spare us. Right, but the idea being that if you if 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 you tell them, you know, the someone said, "Yes, you shouldn't do this." And they go, "Well, I'm going to do it anyway." That's what you need to, you know, it's right. that that's the kind of resolve that's going to be required. Like you you might actually well, you have a, a chance. Like. You know, when, when you think like, "You know what? I'm just going to take like 6 months or a year off. I'm going to fix my gear. I'm going to, you know, repair, get some new kit. I'm just going to take, I'm not going to deal with the rigmarole of being in a band and booking gigs and going from place to place and rehearsals. I'm just going to take a year off. And then after about two weeks, you're out of your mind. Right. You just, you can't stand yourself. Right. You're just like, oh, okay, where's the open mic night I can go to? Where can, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a compulsion. Yeah, that's what's required, yeah. man. Yes, well, indeed. Well, well, DC. Well, how are you guys holding up? What's going on? With, I mean, have you guys talked about yourselves at all? I mean, um, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's mostly what we talk about. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, we're. Hey, all... I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about you. Is what it is. Uh, we're we're no, we're 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 doing okay. Uh, um, you know, celebrating our hundredth podcast here. So you know, yeah, it's, uh, so it's yeah. all about fo- focusing on our guests that we wanted to bring back. We brought back so many beautiful guests. Well, uh, we still need to do the live event. I think that would still be yeah, fantastic. On the other yeah. side, of it, with whatever world uh, we're presented with, be it a mad mass post-apocalyptic <laughs> dystopia, okay. or if it's just more of the same, wherever we are, we still need to do hey, the live set. Absolutely. So, DC, I'm sure you have an opinion about this. Did you hear, through all this shit that's going down with the COVID and all that shit, that the sewage and water board declared that they don't have enough people to go read your meter, so they're just going to guesstimate your next bill. Did you hear well, about this? Manny, haven't they been doing that for the last 30 years? It seems like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just they, they put a number down. If you complain, they go, well, we'll bring it down a little bit, or maybe not. Just pay it anyway. You know, and they go, but it can't uh, yeah, be that much. Yeah, just say what then. you think. No, I've, I've had, I've, you know, you really got to wonder when a utility when someone that you like trust somehow to at least get their they got a staff right they got accountants they've got engineers they've right. got all this stuff but when they use a word like guesstimate <laughs> yeah. is, i don't think i don't think that's a real world no. has, has, has webster put that in yet or, or i don't think so either i don't think I, so either I think they've been doing that i mean they've been doing that with our power meters they've been doing that with the water meters i mean uh, yeah, I, it doesn't surprise me. Um, it's very I, third I, world. At the same time, at the same time, the at the same time, they're saying, "Well, you don't have to pay your next bill because of what's going on." So then you'll have to pay double or triple. Yeah, because the, they'll just estimate on the other side and yeah, say, "Like, well, sorry, yeah, now you're going to owe us." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, anyway, it'll be really curious to see how. Um, Businesses and and uh, utilities and whatnot attempt to recover from this. Right. I mean, especially the institutional ones. I mean, you know, you've got your Amazons and your WalMarts and the big corporations and your uh, car manufacturers and whatnot. That we all know how how they get treated. But that's going to be yeah. the, that's going to be the real eye opener is how you know local businesses, provincial businesses, decide to deal with this on the other side. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, it's going to so, be up to I the mean, individual, because, basically, you know, is what you're saying. Right. And there is no economy right now. The economy is just stopped. I mean, people right. talk about the crashing economy and all this stuff. But there, there isn't one. Yeah. It's just dead. <laughs> yes. It's just on hold. So, right. You know, again, uh, uh, well, King Tide grounds all ships. Yep. Well, I guess I'm stupid because I decided to start a CBD protein bar business with all this going on. Really? That's funny because I was thinking of bringing back the uh, Columbia House uh, CD club. Really? Um, <laughs> 15 CDs for, like people yeah. go, yeah, for record like, deal. Yeah, you know, dime, right? Yeah, 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 the best record deal in the business is, uh, yeah, 15 CDs for a the, dime. The, yeah, fans, yeah. the fans will make more money than they do on Spotify. Oh, yeah. I mean, so I think it's time. Oh yeah, I'm we actually to go back. the iguanas actually. Did, my son did did uh, you know we we were uh, collecting money from TuneCore and and he did a calculation on on our you know our streaming uh, 
uh, payout. And I guess it's, uh, he did the quick math. It turns out it's uh, 0.3 cents per play. <laughs> so, hey, there you go. Now we're talking. We're going to the bank with talking. that hey, one. It feels like the 80s all over again. Right, 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 right. At yeah. least you don't owe them money for letting them yeah, play your music. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, DC. Well, you know, go ahead, I did a uh, movie for Disney back in 2004. And I, I got my last residual check for it. It was for three dollars and twelve cents. So okay. still getting paid, baby. Yeah, Thanks yeah. For dinner tonight. Yeah, yeah, Seven yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven burrito, baby. Absolutely, yeah, man. man. That's there good eating. Go. Well, a steak burrito. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, DC, we have one DC, more guest to get you. to. But thank you so much love for you too, guys. coming man, on. Hearing your voices and. You know, troubled men now, troubled men forever, troubled now, more than ever. Ain't that right, baby? Absolutely, That's right, man. baby. All right, guys. Here's to the future, and you guys stay safe and wash your hands. You too, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially after after this. Yeah, I'm definitely going to wash double. Okay. Well, <laughs> well uh, take Sanitize your phones after this, all right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dip it in alcohol. <laughs> all right. Take care, DC. All right. You too. All right, bye-bye. And we're back, back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet, back with Mr. Ian Wadley, Wadzilla on the phone. Welcome, Wadzilla. Hey, happy to be back. Yeah, happy man. Guess uh, who? Episode. Guess who? <laughs> oh, I'm going to have your job, asshole. I don't know who's... I don't know whose uncle you know or whose cock you're sucking, but you're going down, motherfucker. <laughs> Let me buy you a pack of gum. I'll show you how to chew it. Wah! It's Richard Roma. I'm Richard Roma. I'm Richard Roma. <laughs> well, for the for the troubled nation out there that that maybe didn't start off from the beginning, this is uh, one of our early early guests, uh, Ian Wadley. Uh, he was he was uh, he was you were Ian. You were guest num- You were on episode number twenty. We'd only had a few guests. We were looking up to you. You know, you're Ian's a the he's a longtime podcaster. He's he's now the the uh, he, he's is the host behind the Diabolus in Podcastica. <laughs> so that's yes, that's that's a now you 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 had another podcast for many years. I don't know if you want to talk about that or, or just uh just go right on to yeah. that. Okay. Well, so yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, you, we we look at you as a a, a, a big brother um, in in the the podcast game. Because how when did you start doing uh, start your your first podcast? Oh, probably about six years ago or so. Six years ago, and and you had yeah. the you had the 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 rock and heavy metal combat podcast. Yes, that that is true. That is true. And and you're but, the uh, go ahead. That's that's the old shit, you know. Now I'm on with the new. Right, 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 right. But Ian, um, yes. Let me ask you something. This new podcast. Um, do you still have the hatred for Sammy Hagar that you did in the old podcast? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, hatred, much like trouble, never goes away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Especially when it's for Sammy Hagar. I mean, uh, the guy's still breathing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for the moment, we don't know what's going on, you know, with anyone right now. We're all we're all in our bunkers, as they say. Yeah, yeah. I, I I do have hope though because he, you know, his his new band, The Circle, just canceled their uh, South American tour, and he's staying here, which ups the chances of him dying. So uh, <laughs> I'm all about it. You know, so th- these these lucky people in South America don't have to listen to that shitty music, and hopefully 
he stays here and, uh, you know, mingles and go gets Corona. Okay. You know, fuck it. I hope he gets Corona, Dos Equis, uh, all of it. All of it. I hope he dies. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you still can't drive 55, right? Yeah, I, I, and I'm, I'm pissed he made 55. What is he, 70? Die already. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, Jesus, Ian, I, you're, you're still working in all this shit, right? Yeah, 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 because... That's what you need in a moment of chaos is a guy who changes light bulbs at a fucking college, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm basically what you call essential, uh, which means essentially they don't give a fuck if I live or die as what I get out of it. Well, it's actually, they, they probably want you to die because they don't really want to pay you to just sit at home. You know? Right. Yeah. You, you know, and, and, you know, I, I hate to talk shit about my employer. I'm not going to mention them by names, but, uh, let's just say their initials are LSU. Okay. Uh, you know, you know, I, I, pretty obscure there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away, but uh, you know, oh, what, what, that's what, the what, lady. What, that's the lady Silk University, right? Or, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but you're holding up through all this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm heavily medicated. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I'm still working, and my dealer's still working. Nice. So, well, hey, listen. You know, I'm I'm doing my best to help the economy in uh, yeah. South America. Okay. But uh, you know, <laughs> doing what I got to do. Well, we were talking just a couple episodes ago about you know when they do something like that to a city, how how do the junkies deal with this? You know, how do people who you know like I remember during the L.A. riots when I was a hardcore junkie. Um, I just managed somehow. I managed to get get my stuff and get home before curfew and all that kind of stuff. So how do you think people handle it? You know? Uh, well, you know, with now with this, uh, you know, you're not supposed to gather and shit like that. Uh, basically when I'm running low, you, you just got to get back out on the corner, but suck one dick at a time to get your fix. You know, I, I can't, you know, I can't line everybody up and make like a fucking harmonica, you know, and, and, and get a week's worth, you know, I, uh, one here, one there, uh, get my fix and get on the bus and go to work. So you're still under the uh, Crescent City connection doing that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask for Ian. <laughs> okay, well, you know, 100 episodes. How did, who was, what was your 100th episode about with your old podcast? Uh, we did a Greatest Hits. The episode was probably about five minutes long. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, and, and it was a two-parter, you know. Yeah, yeah, add them together. That's like the, you know, the the, the Godfather complete saga. You know, all, all five minutes of jokes I stole from red buttons. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you do what you got to do. Yeah. But right. yeah, you know, I mean, I can't believe a hundred episodes for you guys. Right. Uh, you, you know, because it seems like yesterday, you know, Manny, you were over here and you were like. You know, usual belligerently drunk, mm -hmm. and you're like, "Look, uh, I got this friend. Okay, he's not really a friend, but I know this guy. He wants to start a <laughs> podcast. Uh, you know, maybe you can come on and stink it up so bad he'll get this shit out of his system. Uh, <laughs> you know, and and he'll go back on tour with the Little River Band, and you know, this nightmare will be over. Uh, and look, you know, all and look at me now. Is, yeah, you know, I, I I guess I fucked that up too. Yeah, yeah man. But, thanks but, a lot, Ian. You know, it, it, it turned out. I, I, I mean, I think of everything that's happened to me 
since appearing on the Trouble Man podcast. I mean, since my appearance, uh, my girlfriend left me, then she died. Uh, my, <laughs> my, my car blew up. Okay. Uh, yeah. let, let's see. My team moved to fucking Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, yeah. and, 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 now and the Hard Rock Hotel collapsed. Yeah. Uh, so it just gets know, better and better. You were booked there. You were booked there on Thursday nights, weren't you? Yes, yes. My, my John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown band cover band, Eddie and the Boozers. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. And it's 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 uh, it's the dark side for real now, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, and now we got coronavirus, and I, you know, I blame it all on the Trouble Man podcast. Okay, well, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm not sure if that's true, but it's you possible. Know? Well, <laughs> well, you know, I they told me not to touch my face, so I'm just scratching my balls constantly. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you gave me pink eye. Let's uh, let's be careful there. <laughs> So listen though, but you just there is one positive going on through all this. I mean, yeah, yes, uh, my Corona test is very yeah. positive. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Your your apartment is looking really swank, man. It's looking good. Oh, nice. You've been yes. like you painted the walls. You got new floors. You got um, you've got that girl caged up in the spare bedroom. Okay. Yeah, it's all, yeah. It, it's all looking good right now. See, that's I, I mean. That's one of the the great advantages of being a podcaster is nobody wants to fuck you. So I'm not wasting any of my money on broads anymore. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm just fixing up my place so it looks real nice. And uh, so a girl, you know, who will never appear will uh, like it. You know, I, I mean, when I take the fucking bag off her head and the duct tape off her mouth, maybe she'll say, hey, nice place. Okay. You know, and I'll be like, shut up. You always talk so much. <laughs> Good 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 day, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Ian, are, are you are you still planning? Where are you still planning on doing the uh, the uh, the uh, the podcast convention this summer? Yes, yes. Uh, unfortunately, that just got canceled as of last week. Oh, sure. Uh, nobody knows what's going on in the world, right. and by the time uh, that's it was going to roll around in August, nobody's going to have any fucking money anyway, right? And. You know, uh, probably a lot of guests that we were counting on, you know, they, they already don't want to go to fucking Nashville. Now they really don't want to go. <laughs> right. So, right. You know, oh, they, might die. they might die before then anyway. Yeah. But apparently Rick Springfield's still on board. I think he's just going to come over and we're going to drink, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, he doesn't have better plans. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're going to watch Billy Squire live on Skype, you oh, know, nice. so, you know. I got something to do before football. Yeah, and you'll re you'll reminisce about his old soap opera days, right? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. soap opera was that? General Hospital? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. We just play doctor. I don't I don't talk to him about his work. <laughs> <you know. laughs> I don't talk to strangers. Yeah, well, yeah, of course you don't. But yeah, it sucks. I don't, you know, I, I saw your new crib. You sent me photos and stuff, and I just hope we have a football season, brother. Yeah, well, you know, if not, you can still come over and drink. Yeah, yeah. and we can watch, you know, like you said, we can watch for old Rodney videos and stuff. It's what we end up doing after the third quarter anyway, because our team sucks so bad, you know. So. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. what about your what about your family? Is any of this affecting your family and stuff? Uh, yeah, those that are still alive, 
they're going to die, you know, maybe not tomorrow. Well, we, we all but, are going to die, but, uh, you know, at some point. Oh, spoiler alert. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to give it away. Good one, Good one. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, people don't hate the Jews enough. Way to go, Renee. <laughs> way, way to perpetuate that stereotype. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, my, my, my son and my daughter-in-law and my granddaughter are doing well in Seattle. Uh, oh, good, good. Yeah, because that was, that was my next question, because they're both in the Northwest, in Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah, and I, I, got, I have a grandchild on the way. Oh, congratulations. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a surprise. They don't want to tell me where it is. They also don't want to tell me where they moved to either. I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's because they're embarrassed because I do a podcast, you know. <laughs> yes. And what about I, your radio show? Are you still doing your cranium or cronium, whatever it's called? Uh, on cranium radio, no. As of now, I'm not doing it. They keep trying to uh, lure me back in, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, but as of right now, but who knows, you know, if, if it gets to where I can't leave the house, maybe I will do that again. But right. right now, no. Well, it's amazing that you're able to leave the house because you don't have any car. Uh, public transit in this city sucks. And you get to uh, your employment, which is over off the bayou, right? Yeah. So now I get to take, uh, I have to change a whole new route. And then I get to walk for two miles after I get off. And, oh, uh, Jesus. But yet somehow I still manage to uh, retain all my water weight. I'm really, you know, a, a mystery of science, you know. All this exercise, and I'm still a fat piece of shit podcaster. You know? <laughs> and and now, that's the good news. Now, is that difficult taking the bus during during these times where you're supposed to be supposed to be social distancing? I mean, uh, can't really do that on the on the on the bus, right? Yeah. Well, well, basically, they they take one look at me and don't want to open up the door. You okay. know, that's the hardest part. Is you know, let me in. They, Let me they put them on. They put them on that bike rack in front of the driver. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and then they rear end every car they can. <laughs> and they don't stop where his stop is. They just kind of slowly roll, right? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 a, a cop pulled him over. Didn't do nothing. He told me I had a headlight out and and, and let me go with a warning. <laughs> Well, I made the huge fucking mistake of uh, paying a parking ticket yesterday, and then today they suspended all parking ticket fines for a month because those offices are closed. Oh, you know? they got you. Yeah, they fucked me over, man, big time. You know, what are you going to do? What are <laughs> you going to do, The fucked up thing man? is Renee wrote the ticket. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all got to do something. I don't have any music jobs anymore, man. I got to you know, exactly. do what I can do here. Yeah. Lovely Renee, meter maid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Ian, I was watching um, a show today about uh, Motorhead. Yeah. And they, they, they did the bio biography on the uh, Ace of Spades record. Is that what it's called? Ace of Spades? Yes. 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 And uh, they talked about Lemmy and they had all the bands and they were in the studio and all that. And I read that book about Lemmy that you let me borrow. Yes. Which I which I still have and I'm saving it for toilet paper in a month. Oh. So <laughs> But um who how many different guitar players did they have? Cuz I was very confused. I mean, uh, Lemmy was the guy through all the whole career of the Motorhead, but how many different guitar players did they have? Well, they had the original 3 which didn't even 
well, they recorded, but it, it never got released till after they made it big. Uh, then they had the guys, Bass Eddie. Yeah, the guys from Hawkwind or the guys from Hawkwind. Well, 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 Lenny was from Hawkwind. Right. Okay. But uh, they, they had a lineup that they recorded an album that didn't get put out till after they made it. Then you got the classic lineup. Uh, they had uh, Fast Eddie Clark on guitar, and then they replaced him with two guitar players, uh, Wurzel and uh, uh, and Phil Campbell. And okay. Wurzel left after about maybe eight years, and Phil Campbell stayed with them till the end. So okay. really, they only had three recording guitarists and, and one, well, you know, the, the, the fourth one that did get released by a record company trying to capitalize on making money after they made, first they said, Oh, this album sucks. We're not even putting it out. Then somebody bought, you know, the records. Oh, Oh, we're going to put this out and make some money. But, right. uh, you know, in, in great motorhead news, uh, once the movie crew start going again, I'm up for a part in the new Lemmy, uh, biopic. Oh, they, cool. Good. Yes. Yes. They want me to play his mole. <laughs> so, I knew but, that was coming, Ian. I knew that was coming, man. I could uh, see that one coming from far away. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, typecasting. Of course, it's typecasting. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyone? Hello? Yeah, 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 I'm here. <laughs> yeah. No, no I, yeah. I like this when I don't have to talk, because uh, when I have to edit these things, I, I hear my own voice, and I go, Jesus, Renee, can you let somebody else talk? So I, I, I like this when, when you guys are talking. Oh, well, good. Well, shut the fuck up, then. Well, no, yeah. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, uh, so everything's good with you. Um, you don't have a virus. You still have gonorrhea, though, I heard, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, two things I can't quit: drinking and your mother. So you know, <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna do? You, you know, you just something you just gotta accept. Yeah, I set myself up for that one, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, hey, Turner. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, listen, you've been a great guy. Um, the the paddy wagon's outside, ready to pick you up. Yeah. And um, but, Buttermaker, don't give me none of your honky bullshit. <laughs> I know a girl who's already on the pill. Don't you ever say that word again. <laughs> I'm sorry, Renee. Me and uh, Ian are doing our jousting right now. No, no, I like yeah. it. I like it. No, it's it's quite yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what are you eating tonight, Ian? What's for dinner? Uh... I was too lazy to go to the store, so I'm going into my emergency ration. So it's uh, beef ramen tonight. I saved the spam for when I got, you know, hot puss over here. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> I bought that spam in 1984, and uh, it says it's still good. Yeah. Isn't that the name of your cat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> puss. Yeah. Hot push. All right, dude. Well, listen, we've got two more people we need to talk to before we're wrapping up this party. And you've been fabulous, as always. There's a door prize waiting for you. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and Don't let it hit me in the ass. Yeah, exactly. On your way out. Yeah, exactly. But I'll, I'll call you this weekend. We, we've got to, like, uh, have a drink at least, uh, with, you know, with 10 feet between us at least, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. All right, right. brother. All right, All right. Ian, thank well, congratulations. you. Congratulations. For... Thank you. Congratulations on 100 episodes. And uh, I, I, I'm sure you'll call me back for the 200th episode, unless you find <laughs> some quality guests. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. 
Okay, brother. Thanks. All right, man. All right. You guys take care. Yeah, you too. Be safe out there, man. All right. Okay. Ian, always. Godzilla. Yeah, always coming with a lot of energy, man. I love that. Um, yeah, he's quick. He's very quick. He's very quick, man. He's he's got yeah. He's he's, he's got a. Nice... Yeah, you should see, you should come to a Raider game with us. Watch a Raider game sometime, because, like he said, once we start losing in the third quarter, you know the game's over. We just go off. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. No. No. I I I I, I dig uh, I dig Ian. He's he's uh you know after after we did the the when he was on the the podcast there and on episode 20, he and I went and and had a few cocktails after that. So, um, you know, it's, uh, I enjoyed his company so much. I I couldn't, couldn't, uh, couldn't quit him. Um, so let's see. He loves you, Renee. Oh, he loves you. He's very sweet. Very sweet guy. uh, He enjoys your company too. I'm sure. Well, (laughs) it's mutual. Um, so yeah, I'd love to come to a Raiders game. So, uh, we have uh, Jeff Treffinger queued up here. So you want, want me to get into him here? Yeah. Okay, here we go. And here we are with Mr. Jeff Treffinger. Manny, uh, we have Jeff on the line. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Manny. How are you? How are you, neighbor? <laughs> oh, you know, just just doing my bit, man. Doing my bit for social responsibility. Right on. Are you, are you, so you're staying away from everyone? I'm staying away from everyone. In fact, I'm chasing people just to get them <laughs> further away from my house. Yeah. Now, so Jeff, you were you were one of the early. We just had uh, the great Ian Wadley on. He was uh, on episode twenty. You were actually on episode seventeen. So we're we're getting closer to the beginning here. We're kind of working our way back in the in the in the lineup. And in fact, so, uh, we were so early in the game that that when we 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 had to do your episode twice because when we did it the first time, we had a a, a lavalier like lapel mic on you and we didn't realize that the thing was going to was so noisy and picked up everything that it was the first uh attempt at the podcast was unusable. We had to come back and and take a second bite of the apple. I remember when uh, you approached my agent about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he, he told he told you not to do it, but uh, you know you, you did not it anyway. a second time. He said it's risky. Yeah, risky doing two of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, just like any good agent, he doubled your fee. I'm sure. I would hope so. Yeah, to two glasses of whiskey. Right, right, right. Well, you know, Jeff, the last time we actually saw each other. All three of us, uh, you, me, and Manny, were all at the Circle Bar. It was that that last gig, and and I've I've told this story before on on this uh, this this you know hundredth uh, episode uh, podcast party line that we got going here. That uh, you know it, it really felt like the the red mask ball there, like the uh, or the 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 uh, red death, the the mask of the red death ball. That's what I'm trying to get out where. You know, we, we could feel the, 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 the disease was out there, but somehow we felt uh, okay there in the, the confines of the circle bar. But then by the next morning, you were texting people saying uh, everything else is called off, like it was a sea change overnight. Well, yeah, well, it was actually, um, I must admit, it was our kids yeah. who called us up and said, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> you said, What's well, yeah. wrong with you? Be the mature people in the room. Do the right thing. And, you know, they won. Yeah. Well, it, 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 and it, it, you weren't alone in that. It's, it seems like the, the whole, 
city and even the whole country uh, kind of snapped out of you know the the denial that was of course being uh, propagated from the top down but we we suddenly had this realization that oh no this is more serious than than people have been letting on it's the shit show that we now call reality yeah okay <laughs> well except for florida renee florida kept all their everything going as usual yeah yeah and of course of course we've always We've always talked about Florida, where Florida and Arizona right. and Indiana are the three states that, you know, don't ever go to. Yeah. If you can avoid them. If you can avoid them, just don't go. Yeah, I agree. Um, and also, the Spanish influenza, right, which we've all come to know and, and, and uh, know. Right. Started in Ohio. Oh, okay. I thought Kansas, but all right, Ohio, sure. It was Ohio. Oh, okay. Farm boys. Yeah, that was just some uh, some some uh, uh, bad publicity or, or uh, some propaganda uh, to shift the blame from the U.S. to the Spanish. It was actually the Spaniards. The Spanish had the lowest infection rate, hmm. so their newspapers were carrying the story, which is why it became known as the Spanish influenza. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Now, Jeff, you told they, me. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. That's I was going to say you. You told me uh, yesterday that you were you were going to be uh, the spinner at a uh, uh, what do you call it a uh, what did you say the the uh, twister party. So are, are you an illicit, uh, illicit, illicit, an illicit twister party? Twister party. So are, are, how is that going? Well, it's going well, and. Um, um, you know, I'm taking a break right now. People are are uh, wiping down okay. for the next round. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to. Are you guys outside somewhere? And and I was trying to picture how this goes. Like maybe everybody has their own uh, twister set. So, but you guys are six feet apart, and and then you know you're six feet apart from them, and so everyone's just kind of uh, doing this uh, alone, but together. Oh fuck no! Oh. People are tied up like pretzels. That's oh brother! Well, <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> oh, nobody does. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, you're not alone. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, not yeah. alone. Well, please. well, they were having. They were supposed to have some march today. To um, uh, they were has a million person march today to uh, uh, to uh, go against coronavirus to uh, to tell people to stop mixing with each other and stay six feet apart. They were supposed to have some March about it today, but I don't know what happened with that. Okay. That's a good, that's, that's good, Manny. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hand, hands across America. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Oh, brother. That's good. So how are you so holding up? How's everyone in, uh, how's everyone over there holding up? Are you talking to me or Renee? Talking to you. Either one. Talking about the uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I've never been better. I, I, I've been trying to practice social distancing all my life, and this is the best thing that could have ever happened to manage every way. I, yeah. I can see that. I can see how you could be a star at this, man. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying this for years. The only thing I miss is taking our saunas at the uh, at the club. You know, oh, I really, I, I miss those so badly, man. It's like, um. You know, I, I did you hear anything? Are they still going to be charging us since they're closed? I have not heard a thing from them. I don't know. I don't know. 
because usually, usually right around right around now is when it comes. Yeah, when the bill comes, you know, the membership fee comes. But I didn't see anything, and I didn't see any notice from the president of the club, that girl saying that we're going to suspend, you know, membership fees and all that. I have not seen any of that yet. So, I mean, if they try to charge us for, for being a member while they're closed, I, I'm going to be pretty pissed off about that. Yeah. Well, you know, and then there's the building next door that's collapsing. Well, don't you think this would be the opportune time for the city to start dismantling that building while the city shut, shut down? Absolutely. I mean, little by, little, by a, little, they should be doing that. There was a mention of that in the paper just yesterday. That oh, really? It is, that it is a ideal time because there's so few people on the street. Right. And, right. And, right. Uh, it, it, but of course it's they like won't so, do that. Yeah, they'll they'll wait till. Well, till, the issue right now is over insurance. Okay. Um, right. Nobody will write a policy big enough, or nobody will pay for the policy. Let's just put it that way. That I can't recall if it's the state or the city is requiring the company to have that blows that thing up. Hmm. Well, that's the other thing. I think the uh, developers. Are are in line to blow it up, but then it's like, well, blow it up. But then what about all the other businesses around them? You know, like yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Blow, it's so dense. You, I mean, yeah, you're going to damage, you're going to destroy other businesses that are around it. Yeah, so that's why I think they should just start taking it down piece by piece, right? You know, but but they're not going to, you know, who knows what they're going to fucking do, man? If you were mayor, Manny, if you were mayor, it'd be done by now. Yeah, and I would, and Mardi Gras would have never happened if I were mayor, too. Right. I would have canceled that shit years ago. <laughs> well, you know, Jeff, there, there, there's a, a theory, you know, getting back to, to that, that uh, fateful last gig of the geraniums at the Circle Bar, you know, we, we uh, talked about on the, the earlier in the party that, uh, you know, there actually was someone that, that tested positive that was at that gig, but then nobody Two else... People. Two people, okay, but then nobody else, uh, other, you know, none of us uh, have have come down with anything. And there's there's a theory running among the the uh, Troubleman podcast guests that, in fact, uh, we may have been exposed like at the beginning of Mardi Gras and gotten over it, and so we we may actually have some unknown immunity. So perhaps that's why, uh, you know, even though we were in that that tight little, uh, you know, hothouse environment of the Circle Bar with with one or two people who were positive at that time, uh, un, unknowingly, that uh, you know we we that's why we didn't get infected because we already no, could very well could very well be could very well be. Jeff, are you playing some kind of ring toss game or something? Because I keep hearing some noises. Ring toss no, reminder. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm setting the spinner up again because they're getting ready to go. Oh, so the next round is starting. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. But the, the wipe down is complete. Wipe down is complete. Everybody seems to be uh, limbered up. Everyone limber? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to take some snaps of that and uh, and send it to us. Oh no. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't do that. Okay. All I right. can't divulge these people's identities. They are so breaking the law. That's true. Oh, fuck. That's true. That's true. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, so Jeff, are you, are you able? Are you are you working, Jeff? Are you still doing projects and stuff like that? Uh, well, you know, I've got I've got two jobs that are are still 
you know, it still has some kind of trajectory, but a lot of the stuff I was working on, you know, people sort of got nervous when the stock market crashed. Right. And suddenly they were like, yeah, maybe I'm not going to do this now. So right. between that and my uh, microgreen business, you know, it's supplying five restaurants. Every one of them is closed. So mm. I began the process today of applying uh, for unemployment insurance compensation. Um, How was that? Was that? Uh... Well, it's tough. I haven't figured it out. I'm in mid I still have to do some head scratching tomorrow because, you know, I'm an independent contractor. I'm a right. freelancer. Right. So I'm trying to figure out how to verify the income stream that I made over the last whatever year and a half, two year period mm-hmm. that you're required. And I'm not sure quite how to report that. I'm getting, I'm getting to it tomorrow. I should have it figured out, but um, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, my wife, you know, Maria's a state employee, so she continues to draw a salary, but we're dependent on two people working here. Right. So, you know, luckily we do have savings that we can pull on if we need, um, you know, not ideal, but I, I can't imagine being in this situation and not having any savings Oh, I know. or, you know, being part of a business that's shut down, not knowing, you know, where you're just really really got nothing coming in right right whatever you can eke out of the government well i guess i'm going to be right behind you uh filing those those uh that unemployment uh uh paperwork since uh obviously you know all of my jobs have ended and so so i'm glad you're figuring it out i may uh call upon you to for some for some pointers there yeah, we'll wait till after tomorrow. Okay, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely will. Yeah. I'm sorry, one second. Right hand red. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I've got to take a leak. Okay. And it's that time in the show where we always refresh our cocktail. So, Jeff, I'm going to say goodbye to you right now. Hi, and all right, I'll see you around. We, we, we're close, so I'll see yes. you around. Yes, hope to and, see you soon, um, Jeff. Thank you for coming on the podcast early on before we were uh, the, the proven commodity we have become, you know, before we've, we built the brand as we have. But, uh, you know, you were an early brick in the wall. So we, we appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we can't wait to see you in person and have you back on the, on the podcast when we're, we're face-to-face. Left foot green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Good night, Jeff. Take Sorry, care, man. I got to really concentrate. Now, yeah, no. Okay? Yeah, carry on. Carry on, Jeff. Bye. Bye, bye. All right. Well, let's take a break for a second. Okay. And we're back. Back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. We have Glenn Styler on the phone. Welcome, Glenn. Hey, how are you doing, Renee? Good. Good. How are you? What about me? Nothing for me. Yeah, nothing for Manny. Come on. <laughs> I don't even hello. I don't know you that well, really. Oh, God. Uh, not a hello. How how are you? How are your wife and kids? Nothing like that. Uh, well, I assume you're doing well, or Renee would have told me, right? Right. Well, yeah. But it's just a, a kind of the the general, um, you know, social uh, grease. You know, like you you could engage Manny a little bit. He'll, he'll, well, he'll, you know, I like to do people one at a time. 
Oh, okay. What do you mean by you people? Spicks and Jews? Is that what you're talking about? I didn't say you people. Oh. Yeah, you said you people. Yes, you did. I do people. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, but, you, uh, but, you know, you're, you're, uh, you know, we were, we were, talking earlier with with jeff jeff was uh was on episode 17 and we we kind of worked our way back because you in fact were our very first guest uh you were on episode 10 and you were you were the first guest that we we did it in the safe house because uh you know you're you you were uh you know you've been social distancing uh for longer than longer than Manny has actually, you know, Manny's an old hand at it, but, but you, you actually, uh, kind of, um, you're the master. Yes. Yeah. I don't even know if I've gone anywhere since the last time we did a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I believe that. No, I'm serious. Yeah. So, you know, that was almost two years ago, uh, Brent. Well, I mean, Unless you count Win Dixie, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. Well, so everything's the same at, at your safe house. You're saying it's uh, pretty stable over there. Yeah, you know this isn't affecting me that much because it really isn't changing my lifestyle. But I'm just a little lonely because nobody's coming to visit. Right. Right. Well, get used to that. Yeah. <laughs> how long? I mean, really? Like, how long is this supposed to go on? Well, we don't know. You know? I I I say through hurricane season. Mm, okay. Yes, yeah, is a uh, really, really weird. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, this is all this is all the new frontier here. We're figuring it out as we go, uh, Brent. You know, it's it's it's. What else can you do? You know, one foot in front of the other. It's always worked so far. So you know, it's just a little bit different terrain. Yeah. Well, of course, we've been through worse. Yes, we have. But, we were in yeah, the Panther just, Burns. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you watch do you watch a lot of tv are you watching all this stuff as it goes or are you just ignoring it well i'm not ignoring it but on the other hand i'm not inundating myself with all that repetitious stuff that's on television you know i mean i can't even watch anderson cooper knowing how much money he makes okay <laughs> it's personal yeah, maybe, but you know, I I can't take too much of it. You know, I I already have a pretty uh, sad outlook, and and now the possibility of the end of humanity is not as thrilling as I expected it would be. Yeah, you were you 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 always wished for this in, in, on a certain level, but but now it's it's not really playing out with the it's it's not bringing you the same joy that you anticipated. Absolutely not. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. Now, I I think, you know, we're prepared for anything, but uh, I, I don't think it's going to be all that dark. You know, I mean, it's 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 going to be a rough patch. It's something we have to deal with, but uh, you know, we will come out the other end of this. Yeah, but how many people are we going to know that die? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. That's what I'm really scared about. Yeah, I mean... Well, I only know one person so far. Really? You do? Yeah. And someone I just knew. I wasn't very close. I knew him. Um, and he uh, he was a person who worked in the same place. Well, not the exact same place, because I work at the university. I knew him because I, I saw him like every day at the university. 
and he was there for, I, I mean, I've been there 16 years or so. And then I heard he, he, he caught it and he was like a janitor mm-hmm. and, yeah. uh, uh, he caught it and he died, you know, pretty much really quickly. He, he died. Yeah. And, um, so there's a job available, Renee, if you're looking for a job. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Manny. I appreciate you looking out for me like that. <laughs> Yeah. You do have my best interest at heart, don't you? Yeah, as always. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I could see that. As always, you know. But uh, well, you know. But I, you know, I, I was, I've been. Uh, this is my second week off. And my wife has been off, and my child have been off for almost a month now. Mm-hmm. And they're wor- working and being schooled from home. But this is actually my uh, second week. My only my second week off, and um, I, you know, I for the most part, I'm bored most of the time, but I'm sleeping late. I, I, I like it. I enjoy it, but I am getting caught up in the numbers game, the numbers of it all. And I don't, I don't know if that's my, you know, old gambling guy in me, but it's, it's so weird. I'm just looking at the numbers constantly. Are you laying any wagers on those numbers? Well, I'm doing over unders. Okay. (laughs) I'm doing, I'm doing over unders. On on certain uh, you know uh, on the cases uh-huh. the positives and the the deaths and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, but it's funny uh, you 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 uh, say that, Renee, because since there's no sports going on, Las Vegas sports books are doing things like that now. I heard about. You that. know that? I heard. Yeah, I heard about hear? that. Like they were there. There people are betting on the weather. Is that correct? Yeah, they're betting on the weather in certain cities. You know and. And, and, and they're betting on, uh, you know, the price is right. Okay. <laughs> you know, degenerate like gamblers. That. Yeah, they they need it. You know, like a, in in that that movie, uh, uh, Guys and Dolls, where where uh, um, Brando's is describing how uh, degenerate gamblers will bet on which raindrop falls uh, first. From you know, like uh, it's raining outside and the rain collects on the window. Like degenerate right. gambles will say, we'll bet each other about, you know, pick two raindrops, which one will, will fall first. Crazy. Right. Yeah. Or which, which one hits the glass and goes left and which one goes right and all that stuff. You know, it, it's crazy going nuts, man. But, uh, so I'm in the hole right now, 200 grand to my bookie. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I guess you're, you're hoping he doesn't, uh, doesn't survive the, uh, the pandemic. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. It's all good. A hundred episodes, Grant. Can you imagine that? No, I can't. <laughs> because around around episode fifty or sixty, I was ready to quit. Yes, I, I was just done with this. I I, I didn't yes. want to do this anymore. But your 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 friend here, Renee, uh, persisted, and uh, it, so far he's you know he's doing well. I, I keep showing up. I hit I I hit my mark. I say my line. I go back to my trailer, basically. Yeah. That's yeah. the way I look at it. That's well, you, just you, the way I've been looking at it. Well, your talent, you 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 always bring the always bring the heat, Manny. And you know, we have such a an unending stream of of super talented weirdos to draw from. You know, I have I have a whole other list of people, you know, once we get get by this this 100th episode celebration, um, you know, this is going to carry us for a couple of weeks cuz we've generated so much content here. We we uh, you know, have to have to piece it out, but uh have a whole full roster of, of people and, and, and it looks like everybody's schedule is pretty opened up. So I don't think it's going to be hard to, to, <laughs> yeah. to, to uh, book them, you know? Right. Right. 
yeah. How's that lovely gal of yours, Glenn? Uh, she's doing pretty good. You know, Tell her I said hi. Tell her Marion says hi and Selena says hi. Oh, I will. Say hi to Marion for me. Oh, I will. She's uh, she's up in front of the house uh, watching um, female stand-up comics, some kind of documentary about female stand-up comics. Hmm. And she, I can hear her laughing right now, in fact. So okay. she must be enjoying that, you know. But uh, she's working from home. She's doing all right. Um other than that, you know, I got a teenager now, so a life is uh, who's who's you know trapped in you know she's like Anne Frank and up in the attic, you know she's just she, she's just trapped here, you know. Anyway, anyway, I hope she's not writing any diary. That's all I hope for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you got to, you got to, got to, got to, uh, you know, the discretion. You know, that's a, that's my father would say. Don't ever repeat anything that happens in this house. So yeah, exactly. exactly. You, know, you gotta, you gotta tell them that early on, you know, like, uh, I don't want to be hearing about this, uh, from your teacher. Right. Exactly. Well, the whole thing now with all these kids being homeschooled, you know, our, our internet, you know, online schooling is, mm -hmm. you know, she tells me she's doing her work and I guess I can find out if she's completing it. And I, I have to believe her, you know, I said, okay, what's up for today? She says English and Spanish. And I said, okay, do your work. And then all of a sudden, you know, 20 minutes later, she's online with her friends, you know, talking. So I guess, I guess she got her work done, you know. Right. Well, you never like... paid any attention before, so why should you start well, yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, too. Yeah, that's true, too. I'm just wondering, if everybody gets set up to, to have online schooling, maybe they're not even going to go back to physical school. You know, it's so funny you said that because I was thinking the same thing yesterday. You know, it's like, why would they go back to school? There's so much overhead. Right. Why would these universities even want these people back when they can easily get the same amount of tuition, or maybe not the same amount, if they just stay there? They just stay at home, and then we can, you know, all these universities could become prisons. Yeah. Well, you like that idea, Brent? I do. <laughs> well, you know, I, I know that the primary, you know, like, uh, like elementary schools and, and junior highs and all, they, they have to go back to physical school because that's childcare. You know, that's, that's the, so those, the, it g gives the, the parents a break, you know, get the kids out of their hair for a few hours, you know, so they can go and do whatever they're going to do. You know, even if they're not going to go back to work, uh, physical work, I mean, to like a, they're not going to go into their job. They're, they still want a, a break from the kids, I, I imagine. So they're, they're going to push. But I would imagine a lot of people will, uh, they'll, businesses will figure out, oh, well, these people can still do all their work from home and we don't have to give them an office, so just stay where you are. And, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah it's a, it, there may be a paradigm change you know, coming out of this. I'm, I'm sure there will in, in, in some respects. I tell you, I'm liking having my groceries delivered. Yeah. Do you trust someone to pick your produce and fruit though? I don't, I can't, I can't do that. Well, you know, that's what I thought too. And I've always avoided the delivery services, but I tried it, you know, because of circumstances and, and they brought me up perfect produce. Okay. And I think they, they really, you know, do a good job so that you'll tip them well. All right. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, as long as, long as you can uh, keep the incentive in there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I always thought, you know, I don't want them picking my meat, you know, I don't want them, how do they know if that 
melon feels right, you know. <laughs> but they do a pretty good job. Really? Well, I've mm-hmm. never done it. I, I don't really want to do it, but maybe I'll I'll have to do it one day. But I, I just don't like the idea of someone picking out my plums. Mm-hmm. And, and You know, it's really cheap, too. Hmm. Is like it cheap? Four dollars. Four dollars. Yeah. I mean, okay. the budget is more than that, I think. Yeah. Well, Brent, you know, we, we're, we're kind of moving along here. We don't want to keep you too long. I know you have uh, pressing issues there at, 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 <laughs> at your safe house, but uh, we did want to touch base with you as you were the, our first guest. And, uh, you know, we're, we're having the 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 big celebration and i know if and maybe our last guest well no (laughs) no we actually again we'll we'll when when we had you as a guest i learned so much from that episode because i i learned how not to do an interview because I thought, oh, uh, because I thought, well, I, I know a bunch yeah, of stories. I, I know a bunch of stories that are really good stories that that Brent can tell. So I wrote them all down. And then I said, well, what about this story? And you said, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I realized, okay, that's not the way to to do an interview. You, know? <laughs> you got to prompt people and let them talk about what they can talk about. You know. And, well, every every good uh, talk show, they always do the pre-interview. Right, which, which we, we don't, don't have do. the lunch. No. We don't do the pre-interview, but every, I mean, you guys like all the way back to Johnny Carson, they would do a pre-interview. It's like Johnny wants to talk about this, and you're going to talk about this. You're going to promote this. Same with Letterman, Leno, right? The guys who are doing it today, but we don't do that. It's you know, a, that's, that, that of, doesn't sound fun to me. That doesn't sound fun. No, no, no we we, we got to keep the you excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you should ask provocative questions. Right, right. Well, you know, I, I learned to, and, and we will have you back, uh, you know, when, I mean, we could do it from the phone, uh, like a, a whole episode sometime or, or, you know, come back to your safe house when it's, when it's safe for all of us, safe for you. Yeah. But I, I realized the, the way to do it is like, say, well, well, Brent, you uh, made a record with uh, Lydia Lunch. Uh, tell us about that. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Tell us how that went, and uh, and then you would you have a lot of things to talk about. Then I'd have something to say, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. so we'll get to all that. You know, you have a fascinating life that that you know we're we're not going to get into uh, today, and but uh, we'll save it for a future episode. But we just wanted to touch base with you, and and again, uh, you know, let you thank con- you, congr- thank you for being our very first guest, and let you congratulate us on uh, on making one hundred episodes, and. Uh, so go ahead. Well, thank you for calling me, and it was nice talking to you, Manny. I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And happy birthday! If I if I missed your birthday, happy birthday. <laughs> it was like six months ago. Okay. Yeah, his birthday's yeah. very close to yours, Manny. You guys. Oh, uh, is it real? Yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, okay, I remember that. All right. Well, uh, thanks, guys, and good night. Manny, I have the great Dave Ketching on the phone, the, the guitar player uh, from the Modifiers, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, Eagles of Death Metal, also uh, uh, proprietor of uh, Rancho Della Luna Studio and now Mezcal, which uh, we got to get into all that. So we're, we're talking, are you in Joshua Tree right now, uh, Dave? I am indeed, and it's a beautiful sunset happening right now, and I'm very happy to be talking to you guys because I love you both, and I'm very happy to hear that you guys and your families are doing okay right now. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. 
Yeah, man. So, so, so glad to hear from you. You know, you were, you were, uh, on episode 63 and this is, uh, episode 100 here. Yeah. Episode 100. I knew I would make it to a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we weren't sure that we were, it, it was a little touch and go there at times, but now we're, we're really hitting our stride and, and, uh, you know, we, we, we can see the, the next hundred episodes is going to be all downhill from here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, so, Dave, so, so, Dave, what's what? How is California doing with all this? Because you know, I predicted this for New Orleans like three weeks ago, and Renee and our other guests said, "Manny, you're full of shit." Um, but I predicted what was going on. How's Cali, especially SoCal? How is SoCal handling all this? Well, uh, so far it seems like most of my friends are okay for the most part. I, I did have one friend actually get the COVID nineteen. Okay, and, uh, he I think pretty... we've all had. We, I think we all know one person who had it. Yeah, or yeah, had he, it. yeah, yeah. It seems like at first no one was really taking it seriously, and people were still going out. Like people were piling up to the park because everybody wanted to get out of LA and come out to Joshua tree where there's a little more space in between, mm -hmm. but that kind of, that kind of screwed us up out here because even though we have a few stores for food and stuff, um, you know, not enough. you know, like this, this year they were expecting three and a half million people to come out to the park, wow. which is uh -huh. when I, when I moved out here, they were getting like 70,000 Wow. Yeah. To the park a year. Yeah. Yeah. And they, were, and they were expecting like 3 million this year. So, Jesus. you know, it definitely cut down and then everyone's been hoarding. So right. there's not a lot at the stores right now, hmm. but at least it doesn't seem as crazy as in New Orleans. Well, you know, I saw those pictures from, from California with stores with bare shelves. Now in New Orleans, uh, I, I went to Rouse's today and they had everything. They had bread, they had toilet paper. They've always had good fresh produce it really doesn't i mean we, we have a high infection rate and we have a high mortality rate but uh the people aren't freaking out and it, it's it's quite interesting i think you guys have had a couple of lessons in how to behave during crisis yeah yeah we're kind of desensitized to it at this point <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm glad that people didn't run out. I, I, I still don't understand the toilet paper thing, but I know it's, you know. It's I guess everybody copes the way they cope with things. Well, you know, the, in, do you, go ahead. Do you man. think those three million people, Dave, were the, were coming to see you? <laughs> I, I think a good portion of those guys were definitely coming to see me. <laughs> coming, coming to pitch a pitch a demo to the to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> You think I, we could get some spec time? Yeah, yeah. I need to get you guys out there. Is what I really need to do. Oh, that'd be, neither of you guys have been out here. Oh, that'd be great to well, go out I, there. I, 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 I was, I've been planning a family trip to L.A. in uh, late May, early June, but I don't know if that's going to happen now. I know. I, you know, all my sessions, you know, obviously have come to a, a halt right now. So I don't really know exactly when things are going to be yeah. cool enough for, for everyone to travel. It's, it's right. really, it's really an interesting time to be around, I guess. Yeah. I was planning a, a, a road trip, uh, like a Chevy chase vacation road trip with my wife and kid. Oh, nice. To, we were going to go through the Southwest and my wife has tons of friends in New Mexico. We're going to hang out in New Mexico. 
then go to L.A., hang out in L.A. for a week or so. I was going to invite everyone I knew, like you in L.A., to come meet me at a certain you know locale and we'll party, and uh, then fly home, then fly home. Yeah. But that's all up in the air now. Yeah, it's 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 really it's a crazy time. I I definitely don't want to go traveling right now. No, 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 no. Exactly. Well, I, that... I mean, I just got back from from Mardi Gras. You know, I was there for Mardi Gras That's for right. two weeks. Unfortunately, didn't didn't really catch up with you guys during that time. But I was nope. there, and I but, had, had and, a fantastic time. And and you were you were uh, playing in the band earlier in. T- Tonight, the first guest we had on the show tonight was Susan Cowsill. I know you guys play in, in the Pink Slip Band together, and you did all those dates during yeah, on, we, all, the, the, on the, uh, all the Mardi Gras parades. It's a giant honor, and I've been playing with Susan Cowsill since the early 90s. Isn't she so wow. great? Isn't she just so Jeez. so charming and, and, you know, I don't know. Just, She's one of my favorite singers of all time as well. Look, I, I, I've I've recently started doing some of these covered in vinyl shows with her, you know. And which, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've I've done the last three of them with her, and and there, it's it's so usually if I go to a rehearsal after two hours, I'm done. Like two hours of in, of anything, I've had enough. I'm I'm losing patience. I I can go to a rehearsal with Susan, and it's like hour four and a half. And she's like, God, you guys must be getting tired. You want to just you know stop for an hour, Renee? And I was like. Susan, I would do this for another five hours next to you. It's like, uh, you know, I, I, I know. it's crazy how, you know, she's so emotionally present. She's so transcendental. Um, you know, it, it's, she, I, I can start tearing up. Of course, Manny's going to say, well, Renee, you tear up all the time, which is true. But no, it's, it's, it's she's just so wonderful, man. It, so that's great that, that you know. You, you... Yeah, Renee, Renee started crying over a dead plant the other day. It was crazy. <laughs> that's one of my a favorites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I really wish I would have caught up with you guys at Mardi Gras, though. That would have been a nice time to hang out. And luckily, it doesn't seem like I brought anything back with me that I didn't okay. want. Thank you. Uh, Thank and God. So, so far, all my friends that I was hanging out with seem to be okay as well. Right. Are dead. So that, well, it <laughs> doesn't matter. No, anymore. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's such a crazy time to, to, to have to distance yourself. I mean, I don't mind distancing myself from... 90% or 99% of the population. I think but, we well, all Dave, agree on I, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> this social distancing. It's the best thing that ever happened for Manny Chevrolet. No one, no one, no one's going like, hey, uh, I need you guys to come over for dinner tomorrow night. You no. Know, nice. No, ain't <laughs> happening. <laughs> and and, and I, lo- I love talking to you guys, but I'm not really into this whole like, hey, I'm going to put you on Zoom with like 20 of my friends, and we're going to have yeah. a, like a little a drink tonight. I'm just like, uh, I don't really, I don't really understand that. It feels too weird to me. Yeah, no, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Because I'm not going to man. Because there's 20 people on your on your screen, and everyone has to talk one at a time. It's, it's yeah, bullshit. that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make yeah. sense to me. Yeah, it, it, it it's like get in line. You know, it's like I don't like it at all. Right, right. I really wish you guys were out here with me right now because there's the most spectacular sunset happening right now. Do you have any mushrooms? <laughs> I do have a lot of mushrooms, actually. <laughs> okay. I don't really take them. I, I don't really take them much anymore. You know, like 
a little bit at Mardi Gras, a little bit here and there on a, on a, I don't really have a lot of free time. Right. And, uh, I think I've done enough in my, in my life to like last me as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, you, do you want my address? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I try to keep them around because every single person, especially if they've never been out here, that's like mm-hmm. one of their first questions before anything is, Hey, can, can you get mushrooms? Yeah. As, as soon as they see the locale, they think, Oh, this would be a good, good place to take some mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Every, everybody's like, you know, I've always wanted to find myself in the desert. Yeah. yeah. Desert's beautiful, yeah. man. It's got a, got a, uh, very, very six feet under a rock. Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> could be that too. So, yeah. so Dave, you no, have, you have, the, I've always, I've always felt that way when I go to Barstow, Dave. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any mushrooms? <laughs> yes. Barstow, one of the greatest places ever. So, so Dave, you, 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 uh, you, you have the Rancho Del Luna studio, but then you also have the, the Mezcal, uh, that you guys, and I know you guys are doing better and better all the time with that. And I was thinking, well, that's a good business right now because it's, you know, it, 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 it is an essential business and, uh, you know, you still have distribution and, uh, you know, people's you know, need, need something to pass the time. So, so tell it, it's doing so well. It's actually doing so well that we're sold out and we're not going to have any more for probably another 30 to 45 days. Ouch. Wow. Which is, yeah. Well, you know, uh, people are stocking up on booze. Uh, most people, that's kind of what they're doing right now, I guess. Yeah. Booze. And, did and you guns. hear, yeah, did yeah. you hear about the governor of Massachusetts? say that he was going to suspend all sales of alcohol for two weeks? Oh, brother. That's the uh, worst no, I... idea ever. <laughs> that is the worst idea ever. Talk about causing that panic. Is. Yeah. Well, out here, get... they're, they're laxing the laws like they've never been laxed before. Huh, really? Cool. How Which so, is as far as like uh, uh, alcohol sales or, uh, you know? Yeah, they're, they're allowing people to buy from restaurants and uh you know oh okay just opening it, up you, you can buy a bottle from a restaurant oh wow as well renee didn't you say that california uh, as an essential business has the cannabis yes yeah yeah, yeah yeah cannabis yeah. is an essential business also dave podcasts are an essential business in california <laughs> <laughs> That I'm with you, my friend. Yeah, yeah, you can you can be out on the streets driving to do your podcast. So that's 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 a solid move. We appreciate that. Yeah, man, I, I try I try to promote it as much as anyone that wants to actually listen to me talk. I'm sure they they love listening to you guys. I'm not sure if they really care about hearing any of my stories, but oh, I'm yeah, here great to do stories, it. Dave. Oh no 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 no. So Dave, before all this happened, was there any big shots that were recording in, at your place? that we should know about anything new on the horizon? Well, I did have a couple of big shots out there. We were, we had just started, uh, a new desert sessions and that was going to be a lot of cool people. Um, uh-huh. I know you don't want to name names, but yeah. Uh, I can't, I can't, I'm not, I don't know if I'm supposed to sure, say, sure, sure. it's, yeah. it's still going to happen, nice. but it, it, it was a pretty cool array of people that haven't ever been here. I, I can tell you my friend J.D. McPherson was going to be one of the gentlemen here. I don't know if you're friends with him or know his music, but he's a, a really, bit. 
he's really cool. Nice. But yeah, there were, there were a few people, we, we started it and then, uh, there was like a pause for a second and we were going to regroup after Mardi Gras, but it, you know, everything kind of came to the halt there because everybody's trying to be, you know, a little cautious. Sure, sure, sure. Well, now, Dave, you know, this this new, uh, you're the first person I brought this up with, uh, the, this new Dylan song that just came out, or not new, but a, a song that he just recently released, uh, uh, Murder Most Foul. Have you have you heard that yet? I've heard it many times, and I think it's absolutely the, a genius song, and I love it, actually. Do, How do you guys feel about it? Doesn't it really, I'm not sure if we, Manny and I haven't talked about it, but it, it, it exactly lines up with our age group group so you know uh someone the other day was saying saying to me and this is before this this song came out they were saying god you know everything's so weird now you know and and my i thought for a second i said look they shot the president in the head when we were two months old it's it's (laughs) been weird from the fucking beginning man and So, so then the song that comes out. Weird. The song comes out, and it starts. That's the starting point, and it's you know, it, it's that's that's the framework that the the song hangs on. But it's really about you know the our life since then. It's it's name checks all this stuff, and it's it's a lot of stu- name check or refers to stuff that's before that. But it's all things that we either know by proxy from our parents or our grandparents or things that we actually experience. So it's, it perfectly lines up with the timeline of, of, of our lives, you know, being the age we are. So it's, yes, it's, and I think, I think it's a beautiful song too. I really do. I think it's, it's one of his coolest. It's, it's very moving. I, I, I found it, you know? Yeah. I, 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 love I, the I, haven't, of it. I haven't heard it. What, when did this come out? Came out like last week. Ago? Yeah, something like yeah. Oh, yeah. oh last week. Okay. Or, yeah. And what's it called again? Called, I'll look for it. It's called Murder Most Murder Foul. Most... Now, can I find it on? Can I find it on the radio? Probably not, but <laughs> but it's on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. You know, you can find it on iTunes and oh, all okay. those places. But uh, it's, it's seventeen minutes long. Yes, it's a seventeen se- minutes long. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. And it's all oh. verses. It's no solos. It's verse after no. verse after verse after verse after. I don't know how many verses there are, but it's a, a ton of them. And it's just all this. No imagery. wonder it's not on the radio. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was shooting for airplay, frankly, at this point. <laughs> I think he's kind of beyond that. But uh, okay, well, yeah, it's just all this imagery yeah, stacked on top of itself and metaphor, and it all it it it's it, it's pretty wild, man. The, the, the music is so beautiful; it's super sparse and and very very ghostly in the background. Are the Crusados his background band? The, they are not. They are not. It's, it's, no, uh, they're not. No. I'm sure, it's his, his regular band. I'm I'm guessing you know his, his band. I think been... Charlie Sexton is still in the band. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie's still in the band, and 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 the bass player, um, New Orleans bass player. You know, we held we had Will Sexton on the show a few weeks ago. I've never met Will, but I I have known. I used to deliver pizzas to Charlie Sexton, and he was super cool. Yeah, yeah. The both of those guys are great, man. The the iguanas just backed up uh, Will on a record we recorded about a year ago at Fat Possum Studios up there. And, uh, and ah. it just came out, which is a terrific record. And, you know, I guess we were going to go do some, a bunch of string of dates, uh, you know, playing this record. And then, of course, now nobody's playing any dates. So, <laughs> you know, timing is everything, uh, right? 
I'll definitely check that out. It's a great record. I, it's uh, called, uh, um, um, God, what's it called? Uh, is it just under Will Sexton's it's name? It's a Will Sexton solo record. It's like, uh, uh, and you played on already. Don't know the name of it. Um, it's called like, Don't Walk the Darkness <laughs> or something like that. Wait, 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 wait. I have it right here. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, no, wait, wait. I have it right here. Uh, come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking at the page that has all of the notes from, from his, uh, his show. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Don't Walk the Darkness. I was right. Yeah, yeah. That's the name of the record. Okay. okay. Will Sexton solo record. Yeah. I'm going to put it on for dinner because after I get done with you guys, I'm going to have dinner and we'll put that on this, uh, the background so we can really check there it out. There you go. Right on. There uh, you go. Right on, Dave. There you go, man. Beautiful. Well, Dave, we're so glad that you're you're well there and and made it through you know the gauntlet of Mardi Gras unscathed you know and, and, and you you may have picked up some some immunity to this you may have been you know marginally exposed and and now you know have, have been able to uh, you know you, you might be like one of the x-men you know that that uh, now can go out into the community and minister to the uh, to the hordes w- without fear of, of uh, you know further compromise. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm really crossing my fingers that, uh, I know a lot of people had some pretty long-term illnesses before this all happened. I'm not sure what they had, but everyone seems to, you know, I've only heard of a few casualties and they were older, like in their mid to late seventies. So, so far everybody seems to be good. And like I said, I'm just really happy that you guys and your families are all okay. You know, and, I can only wish you guys and everybody around the world the best and hopefully we can get this under control so we can all get back together and make music and travel and have fun again. Absolutely. Definitely. It's, it's definitely, definitely going to happen. Well, listen, Absolutely. Dave, Dave, if, yes, sir. If, all th- if all things go well, I'll be in LA on June 1st. So I want to hook up with you. All right. That would, that would be awesome. I would love that. All right. Cool, brother. All right, I love you guys. You, love you, you too, care, man. All right. Yep, you too. Take Thank care. you so much, man. All right, all right bye-bye. Bye-bye. And like we always say, Renee, uh, 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 trouble never ends. But the struggle continues, and Nation, wait for show 101 coming out real soon. Yep. All right, Good man. night. Good night. <laughs>